0: Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out, and I wish I'd had a bell bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601- 825 1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601 825 1077. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, which starts right now with my drum roll there in the background. Yeah, that's my, that was my coffee mug. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Thanks. This is The Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, and uh, as as previously heard there, we have Sean gert Karan, fresh in from his trip from Miami, still still in the sauce, apparently, a little bit. <laughs> right. Still <laughs> so recovering from that. Yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, of course, we're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. Of course, also available on the TuneIn app, and Alexa, just search WYAB. Look, man, there's nowhere you can't listen to us if you really want to. Just, let's just be honest about it. Podcast is always available by about 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, so tune in for that. Sign it, share it, subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, all that fun stuff. I'll well, leave a one-star review if you don't like it. Don't matter to me. At least you're listening. <clears throat> Good morning to the anger addicts out there who listen because they're angry and they hate us. Uh, we, we we need you too, so we appreciate you. Just support the sponsors. Uh, let's see. Let's jump straight in, Sean. <clears throat> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to your Miami trip. I want to hear about any highlights or lowlights you may have had. <laughs> And uh, I'll talk about the Guns N' Roses concert. I've yet to talk about that this oh, week. Oh, really? Okay, that was like last Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a week now. But uh, I hadn't been. I didn't come back till Monday. So yeah, let's jump into this, man. I tried to find the um, the article or the news clip here that aired all over the news, but for whatever reason, WLBT, WAPT have not uploaded this clip for some reason. Maybe the optics are bad, and they know it, and they're mm-hmm. like, uh, "I keep on looking to for it too. I can't find it." But maybe maybe we don't need to upload that one, but. So the city, the biggest rivalry in the country right now is not Deion Sanders and other college football teams. It's the city of Jackson versus 60 Minutes, er, Deion Sanders. They are so mad about them showing a couple crack houses on 60 Minutes as a portrayal of Jackson that they have lost their minds. And you know, Sean, when I get my maddest mm, when when I get my most angry is when people speak the truth about the things that, you know, things I have inferiority complexes about. or And, I, and I, when I say me, I mean, I, I assume most people are like this, too. Like, if you're doing something you know you ain't supposed to be and you get called out on it, that's usually when you get the most defensive. Maybe defensive is a better word, not angry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can tell that 60 minutes is above target because, boy, these that's folks good. got mad. I hadn't seen them this mad since Trump came to town to open up the – Two museums. Oh, that's right. I remember that. It was a cold day
1: too that day. I remember that. It was yeah, really, yeah. really cold. They, they, he never they, he never gave a speech, did he?
0: They're not big it, cold weather folks either, you know. So uh, they look. I haven't seen them this mad since since then. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, even Chalkway and Stokes are on the same page, and that is saying something. Yeah, I mean, they are mad at the portrayal. They got some guy that was down at the at the convention center saying. I saw that article and I decided to come throw an event here in Jackson. Uh, Now, I'm assuming that this event that he's allegedly throwing was, uh, was not what he was at down there because there's no way you throw an event together in less than a week at the convention center. Yeah, like, probably not. Well, then again, it probably is that available. I could call up today. <laughs> that's it, right? Yeah. I could. Hey, man, y'all got anything going on? Next Let's have Friday? a kid's
1: birthday party over there. Yeah. You know?
2: Well,
0: I did see there was some kind of press conference down there yesterday about uh, the city with soul folks. I guess that's the Convention and Visitors Bureau people mm-hmm. uh, doing a proclamation.
1: Yeah, you sent me the video of that. I saw that this morning. I watched it.
0: Yeah, doing a proclamation about trying to raise some money to do some renovations. Mm-hmm. So, so, what you're saying is you don't have the money. To the convention center? Yeah. How old is it now? Well, they built it back in about. oh By about 05. 05. That's what. Yeah, I remember there was. Somewhere a, in that window.
1: That, yeah, when Harvey was still mayor. That's yeah, because we
0: moved the club to downtown Jackson in 02, 03, right there. Mm-hmm. That's when they started that, and it was right behind us. Okay. So, and it's it, like 20 years old now. About. Yeah. Let's yeah, do it. it and it was going to bring all this stuff downtown. It was going to. This is gonna be the one. This is gonna be the thing that that anchors the revitalization of downtown. We're gonna get this, we're gonna do Fair Street, we're gonna build a hotel and a parking garage and all this. They hadn't even built a parking lot. Yeah. For the convention center.
1: Now I mean there was a hotel that they didn't they build a hotel like on the other side of the King Edward that was kind of like the Convention Center hotel? That's what I remember. Something like this. About the time I moved to King King Edward about 2010.
0: No, so I mean so you know, one of the Arabs or somebody like that built a built a
1: smash eight type thing something like that i remember yeah. that was the only thing that was kind of going on at that time and they
0: and then I mean, they uh, did the, the hotel the king edward did get revitalized yeah this, i, I moved in
1: i was like one of the first people to move in there and Alive
0: did get revitalized um but it, it never brought this mm-hmm. surge of constant stuff downtown because they were you know of course they, and they blame it on there was never a hotel built across the street like it was supposed to be yeah now there was a million people that allegedly put in bids to do it. It didn't work out. They didn't Remember grease the. They didn't grease the right pockets. Exactly, yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's what happened. So yeah, yeah the, 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 the,
0: the right the, the, the right pockets were not lubed up. And uh, you know, I know we got the Westin down there now. I don't know how well it does. I mean, I know people kind of support that little bar in there, but do people from Jackson go stay there? Do people come to Jackson to stay there? Why, why would you do that? I've, I've
1: eaten there a few times. It's really nice, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's, it. it's
0: a really nice hotel. Um. But just at the end of the day, these people, back to the point at hand, we can have a whole conversation about the convention center.
1: Yeah. Or don't forget the baseball stadium they were going to put there, and yeah. then he went to Pearl. Yeah. That was the other.
0: Everybody dodged a bullet there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally and figuratively. Yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, everybody. J- Jackson couldn't have handled that. The Braves would already be moved out to another town. It, th- that would have been a disaster.
1: It could have been. I mean it, it it's nice to think about it like, oh this would have been so great. Because I would have loved it if it was downtown Jackson it was closer to my house and Man, I well, love baseball But
0: They're not even uh, going downtown to Redbird's games in Memphis anymore.
1: I've heard that. And that's have you you seen that beautiful. stadium? It's beautiful. It is. Yeah. I was a I saw a James Taylor at the forum a couple of years ago and i was i never seen that stadium and i walked by it i was like wow this is just a beautiful baseball
0: stadium yeah it yeah. is i say i i don't remember which hotel it is right there but there's one you can stay in and you can look down and watch the games from the room mm-hmm. and i've done that for and i can i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and guess that whatever they were going to build here wasn't going to be that nice yeah i'm just gonna just go i on not i mean trust mark's nice don't get me wrong but it ain't that's that's that's, that's level three what do they call that three uh
1: um what, what yeah i can't remember were they triple a triple a that's triple a uh, yeah i think they are
0: up there so yeah anyway um and, and they were oh well, jsu was gonna play games there Do people go to jsu baseball games i mean let's just be honest here they barely go to the football games football games look pretty packed do not they <sighs> man i saw an argument on facebook the other day where somebody was talking about man y'all all hating because jsu uh because of the stands. Well, you know, college football games, the way it works is half. One side's the home side. One side's the visitor side. No, nah, bro. That ain't how it works in college. This mm-hmm. ain't high school. You got high school and college mixed up. You go to State or Ole Miss, they sell about three or 4,000 visitor tickets. It's one little square about the size of where the band sits. Sure. Like Mississippi State this year, mm-hmm. it, whether whether t- it reflects it on TV or not, every home game sold out okay. in advance. Ole Miss, I assume the same thing. Mm-hmm. JSU just at the end of the day the Deion thing was a was was a flash in the pan. Yeah. That they're never going to they're never going to get that again.
1: I'm sure that just any smaller college though, well, sure, not sure. just HBC just any smaller college is not Millsaps, probably doesn't sell out or yeah, Bellhaven. I mean, I mean it's just probably
0: Well, they don't, but my, my point being they don't sell out that they ain't going to sell out baseball games. And no other small school is. That's either. what I mean. I, none but, of them. I mean, you know, right. So if you thought that JSU playing ball there, too, was going to be some kind of economic driver, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be.
1: I mean, I went to Millsaps. i am graduated from Millsaps. And I don't know that I've ever been to a Millsaps football game in my life. I hear
0: life. they're fun. Is it Millsaps or Bellhaven? One of them got a, got a beer village. And, they
1: had at one point. I read that. And I just had never been by there. But, uh,
0: you know, I I graduated It was sponsored there, by so. Lucky Town. I assumed because Lucky Town ain't around no more that it didn't go away. Mm-hmm. I, you know fertile ground would seem like a good fit for that.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, just but I don't know any people that like went to Millsaps in Bellhaven they're like, "Man, I just missed the football days." Yeah. It's just smaller schools, I think the nature of those schools you just don't really think
0: about it. All right, back to this resolution the city of Jackson sure. signed. The, so the the city and I made a late night video about this. I put it up on my TikTok. I was like I just had to sprinkle some late night salt when I got to thinking about it. The same city that can't keep its water on. Can't keep your garbage picked up. Murder capital of the world, or in America, two years in a row, back to back. This year ain't over with yet. We could still end up three years in a row. The 3 peep could be upon us. We'll see. I hope not. We're talking about the murders? Yeah. What are we at right now? 70-something? Se- 71, I think. seventy, seventy-one. We were at 90 this time last year, so that's a nice decrease. Good job, local law enforcement. Let's see. So what else? What, what they can't do? They can't keep the trash picked up. They can't keep the water cut on. They can't not be the murder capital of the world. And they uh they couldn't keep Dion. And you know what they're mad about? Oh yeah, I remember the other thing. You can't pay your taxes and get a tag in the in the county of the capital city until today, or was it yesterday? That it opened back up. So what can you do in Jackson? I mean, let's just be honest here. But I don't even need the answers. Mm-hmm. These people, you would think, Sean, that they were that their deck was stacked right now. Worst school district in the state, most likely. Just had to fire a bunch of teachers over testing and irregularities, cheating. I love they how they call it irregularities. No, y'all were cheating. Do we so, know
1: exactly what the irregularities were? Ever, I never. Saw, all they said on the news that I saw was there was irregularities, but never explained what that was. Yeah, well, I guess because people got fired,
0: so so many people got fired that they had to merge two schools. Okay, uh, in Whitten and Peoples. That that there was mass cheating going on. They were probably. Just, I assumed there it like, was
1: something like that, but I didn't know. It didn't specifically say what the irregularities. If I maybe maybe it did, but I just didn't read it where it said a that.
0: Little Dontavius would have been an F. Little A. You know. Let's just be honest here. You know, that's exactly what went on. So my little scholar, my little scholars. Let's do a little. Little white out here. Uh, got my blue pen. Anyway, um. So, you know, exactly that's what went on. It was mass cheating. just <clears throat> absolute, at the highest levels. the superintendent should be fired for multiple reasons. Anyway, mm-hmm. they got a lot on their hands. But they found time to let you know how mad they were about 60 Minutes. You know, they had have, they have made a bigger deal out of the 60 Minutes thing. Like, first off, nobody watches 60 Minutes. I didn't watch it either. You know, I, I, yeah, I didn't watch it. I've I mean, called, I want to. I mean, I think I probably will now. I've got a that. snip of it here. Yeah, see, I want I want to go back and find it now, too. Mm-hmm. Because they've made such a big deal out about this that it's drawn more attention to it than anybody would have ever noticed. Like, like uh, you brought up a great point when we were talking last night. Mm-hmm. Like, who was sitting there thinking about coming to Jackson and saw that 60 Minutes thing and said, oh, crap, plan's canceled.
1: Yeah, told the family, okay, oh, sorry, sweetheart, we're not going to Jackson. I mean, look at to canceled the summer trip to ja- i mean nobody had takes a summer trip to jackson except for like i know at one time people did that blues trail maybe or something
0: like that like but- i know a bunch of rural rednecks used to come up here for the fair yeah oh, it was a state fair but i mean
1: but is somebody from wisconsin be like taking the wife and kids to jackson like i just don't know that that's happening yeah, I mean, or they're, now they're like, I'm not going. We're not going. We're gonna we're gonna miss out on Finian's Man, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, what are they coming to Jackson for? Like, there's a <laughs> civil rights museum, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think that's a cool thing for people to come see, and it's really well done. I'm sure, but I, but I can't think of like what's the other attra- Greenwood Cemetery. Like, it, what's the
0: other attraction to come? I don't. It's not. I mean, what the two museums? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, like, you and I were talking last night. I said, man, you know, there's nothing to come to Jackson for in particular. Now, yeah, sure. There's cool places. There's good food. There's nice bars.
1: Yeah, I love but, my neighborhood. I'm not trying yeah. to. I'm not jumping on. It. I'm just saying. I don't think I don't consider Jackson, Mississippi, as a tourist attraction. Yeah, like but a place it, but that you'd come, you know.
0: Yeah, they were talking about, were talking about it hurt <coughs> hurt tourists. I'm like, tourists, like tourists. What, what tourists did it hurt? They're like, it hurts schools. It hurts tourism. It hurts all these things. It hurts football recruiting, bro. No football recruit was sitting back watching 60 Minutes for starters.
1: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Anybody,
0: they're watching TikTok and mm-hmm. all these other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got videos on my phone of people getting gunned down at Jackson gas stations from TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, there's plenty much worse out there on the, on the interwebs of things that happen in Jackson than you could, than, than they could ever show on 60 minutes. It's just to me, Sean, it, it, it just goes to show that this, this whole folks, like I got to arguing with Akilah Mumba on Instagram the other day when we called her out about her election signs being dumped in abandoned property. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she went on there. It, it, it Everybody's fault but hers. You know, her campaign would never do that. Oh, yeah, so you mean to tell me some random person went and picked up 100 Raquel Lumumba signs and dumped them there that wasn't affiliated with your campaign? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Great. And um, I said, you know, if you were worried less about the race of the waters are and more concerned about what your campaign staffers were doing with your signs, we'd all be much better off. Maybe
1: you'd have won. I mean, if you'd paid better attention,
0: maybe you'd won yeah down there fighting but you know mad because the waters are is white I mean, you're not mad because he's white, y'all are mad because he's not pointing contracts towards your set aside minority contractors where you get a cut mm-hmm. that this is a big wrinkle thrown into their plans
1: well yeah, I mean it's all the which is thankfully is keep the money away from chokeway right I mean that's what I'm sure that's not what he wanted or wanted this to happen, especially when this happened a year ago when the way everything was set up with how everything was saved from by the state with the water debacle. And I assume that he thought he was going to get I, I, allegedly or whatever you want to call it. I'm not saying he did this, but a you know, piece of the pie, which is not really playing out the way he may have. He may have thought. Yeah, all right.
0: Let's take a break. Come back. Guns and gear text line 769-241-1944. The phone line 601-879-0002. What do y'all think, man? What do y'all think Jackson could be better doing with his time? How about a proclamation to fix some potholes around here? How about a proclamation to keep y'all's water on? To keep your trash picked up? To keep Roquila Mumba signs off abandoned property? I got lots of things I could think of. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Caron. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. This segment gonna be brought to you by our friends over at Dunant How about Stonington Farms? Hey guys, I know y'all loaded up on them. I was out of town, <clears throat> or not out of town, but couldn't get away to uh, to get it because I'd been out of town. But <clears throat> I didn't get my I didn't get an order in this past time, and I am running low on grass fed beef. I might be making a trip down to uh, Perkinson myself, but look. grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally-sourced beef right here in Mississippi. That's Stonington Farms. Experience the grass-fed difference. MRNA-free, antibiotic-free, steroid-free beef. Man, you can't beat it. I just defrosted uh, two two of my steaks last night or yesterday to cook tonight, so looking forward to that. You can experience that grass-fed difference. Go to com. That's Stonington with two N's, the grass-fed difference all right sean let's read yep. a few texts here on the guns and gear. Yeah. text line justin says I'm let these load up he says hey i have an idea let's paint the curbs and in inactive parking meters by the convention center purple great use of surplus monies <laughs> and put new meters where the where the other folks park along Capitol street um yeah, have you seen the purple curbs? Yeah, oh yeah, I think I meters? sent you the picture of that actually. Yeah. So can yeah. anybody know why they're painting random, random curbs and parking meters and leaving the poles rusted purple isn't, in downtown?
1: Isn't purple like the color, color of royalty? Right? It's, yeah, it is. It's in the purple, yeah, that's what's yeah. meant. So I don't know. Maybe it's got something to do
0: with that. Well, they're kings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think is purple is like the color of royalty. So maybe that's maybe that's it. Chopay's trying to say that he's the king. We was of
0: kings. That's what it is. I mean, I, look, I I loaded up the snippet of the of my show when I was ranting and raving about Rakia's nonsense, mm-hmm. and I said the royal family of Jackson. You know, think that it's their personal playground and city dump, and that's how, that, that's how these folks treat the Lamumbas like their local royalty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are, are y'all not tired of being the peasants of the Lamumbas?
1: I mean. That's the way, feels like we're all under his rule, I guess you would say, right? That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's, again, that's, maybe that's why he's painting everything purple, because he's the king of Jackson. Hopefully for only two more years, or less than two years.
0: Man, I, that was one of the things I said, man. I want people, though they say the color, uh, you know what, they say the color purple is for the city of Seoul. Oh, okay. I thought Jackson's colors were blue. So did I. It was, it was, well, they said purple represents soul. But what I know, I didn't know we had like
1: a flag of Jackson until like three or four years ago. I was like, oh, was an actual flag. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Me either. I, I, just, I, I was at CrossFit one day and they put it up in the CrossFit. I was like, what is that? I was, you know, I was like, is that like an Irish something? And they're like, no, it's the city of Flag uh, Jackson. So.
0: Uh, Spartacus says they also combined Brinkley Middle School with Lanier High School, too. That's right. They did do that. Cywell Middle School is closed as well uh spartacus also says as a lifelong jacksonian the citizens need to consider a council manager form of local government and have jps school board members elected instead of nominated by whoever the current mayor is i could not agree more this current form of government that we have it ain't working for jackson we need mm-hmm. to do away with the entire city council and get back to a commissioner or mayor yeah that's uh, way it was before what the in the, the 1980s yeah um but but because that was named racist or the, the, the black commissioners were? I know. The black were is represented or something because the, the that's why they created the ward system and all that where okay. everybody had equal but now the whole city's black. So we can get away from it being racist. And mm-hmm. you know, we get two people in charge. Sure. And, and get back to figuring this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> uh Steven says they're gonna paint the water <laughs> the water lines purple also. <laughs> <laughs> It's, no, because they're not in charge of those anymore. They lost that responsibility. At least the city's not renaming
1: every street anymore. That seemed to be going on for about a decade where they're like, it's just a new name. Like well, They're they, constantly renaming streets. You know, I
0: think we talked about this last time you were in here. They were going to rename Ellis Avenue Bobby Rush Boulevard or whatever. Or Woodrow Wilson, or one of the two. One of the two. I cannot remember it, which one it was. was it was Ellis was Avenue. Was it Ellis? Okay. It was Ellis Avenue. And man, that one just hit me different, because I'm like, well, why don't we change the name of that? I mean, that is a legendary street through here, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. the condition it's in now. But everybody knows Ellis Avenue. They, they, when they re- changed the name of Terry Road to University Boulevard.
1: Okay. It's is, like, is it still Some of it's still Terry Road, though, right?
0: Um, north of, I'm sorry, south of 80 is still Terry Road, like from Mark 51 mm-hmm. going back towards Byram. But from 80 to downtown is now University Boulevard.
1: Right? It has been for a while, right? Yeah, Vince. but
0: it's still Terry Road to me. I, I, I'm yeah. defiant. You're I'm not defiant. calling it anything they want me to do.
1: I think Woodrow Wilson, they're gonna, they would put up something, rename it Walter Payton Avenue or something. I think that's right. I don't know. There's so many that I can't even keep this straight. They honestly. should
0: rename Lynch Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Yeah, because to me, that's, I mean, that's the one that runs into the heart of JSU. Yeah. But if you're going to rename streets, right, Lynch could use a facelift. Yeah, it's sure. got a bad reputation. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's kind of like the street that you think of when you think of bad stuff in Jackson. Absolutely, it's like just yeah.
0: Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there.
3: Good morning. This is Buddy. You guys are lamenting something that's. I grew up in Jackson in the '60s.
0: The good old days. And,
3: and let me tell you, what, street dances behind Westland Plaza. They would block off a section of Capitol Street starting there at the Bay Dock by uh, King Edward. Block off a of full block, we'd have live bands and street bands. <clears throat> Saturday night, you carried your girlfriend down there. You could walk around. And uh, I thought this with Leland Smith for years. Tell me any one thing in Jackson that would cause a traveling person, uh, you know, from one out-of-state, to stop in jackson name me one thing other than you know somebody shooting through your car or something
0: man you just <laughs> want to
1: thrill you want to like test it out see if somebody shoots that's yeah that's the only thing i guess i don't know i don't know why anybody would come here i really don't not that and i'm like I'm, making. it f- i mean i like my neighborhood just fine i just don't think
3: it's a tourist attraction well at one time look Jackson zoo was world-class i mean literally world-class zoo uh we had, you know, uh, down the Capitol Street, all, oh, was fantastic, wonderful restaurants. But, there, I mean, I hope the last responsible uh, person when they leave Jackson flushes it. I can't think of anything. I mean, the old Capitol Museum, people used to stop to see it because it was well known. Yeah, but people, that's gone to
0: hell. People ain't coming to the fair. I mean, let's just be honest. I, mean, I think Andy Gibson and his team down there are doing their absolute best to try to get the fair back right. But I think it got too far out to, to reel completely back in. That's just my personal opinion. And don't get me wrong. People are still going to go but I don't think people are traveling to Jackson from other parts of the state to go to the fair anymore. And one main reason is small town carnivals. Like I know the Yazoo County carnival, that's where m- most people go out take their kids out there. Cause you ain't got to deal with Jacksonians. They just skip the fair altogether. So that one of the biggest tourist attractions, the fair ain't what it once was the, the uh, St. Patty's day parade. People ain't going to it like they used to. It just is what it is. The two years they missed it with COVID Really was the death knell in it, and then literally people getting kid killed down there this year, going to turn a lot of people off. People ain't going to just forget that,
2: and well, and you also that, have
0: towns like downtown Brandon to do their Mardi Gras parades and stuff that have become well, huge events.
3: Well, every place I go, I'm armed to the teeth, and I've used one to protect myself, and I know how to use a firearm. Have no qualms, but I hate. Uh, You know, if I went to St. Paddy's Day Parade, is my car going to be there when I get back? Or am I going to have to, you know, am I going to have a shootout with some thug? And that's not conducive to carrying it with me. It'd be grandkid.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, and Capitol Police, that's their area, and they do a heck of a job. But you still, you can't predict stupid.
3: Yeah, well, I do some, and you talking about that, I uh, I mean, uh, I do uh season. How about seasonal entertainment? Yes. And you know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Okay. This past year, they hired one venue in one of the antebellum halls in Jackson. They hired Capitol Police to stay there all day, one outside and one inside the whole time I was there.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and it's, it's I'm glad that they're doing it. But it's it's a sad indictment that they have to do that.
3: Yeah, it is. But what I'm saying is, you know, this uh, this wasn't something, uh, uh, this venue wasn't something that, you know, poor people were coming to. The moneyed people were coming to. And it's a sin and disgrace in the city of Jackson, the capital city. It has to be that way. I moved from Jackson. I went from Jackson to Byram. Byram, I am in Rankin County now. Anybody can say anything they want to about sheriff's offices or police offices. Nothing gets stolen out of my garage when I leave it open. I have, you know, there's no drive bys People drive. I only have one gripe. I live in Florence and main streets, 30 miles an hour. But you know, other than that, you know, I'm living in heaven compared to Jackson.
0: Me too, brother. Look, it took me 44 years to get to a 45 years or 44 years no, forty three. Took me forty three years. I've been in Rankin County three years now. It took me three years to get here. I ain't. I ain't leaving. They gonna have to. You ain't dragging me back to
3: Jackson. I'm.
0: Poli- well, I, I'm a political refugee, and I've been welcomed with open arms in,
3: in Rankin well, County. Well, I just had a niece that moved into my upstairs. She lived in Fondren. Poor thing. And the place that she lived, it was an older home, but it was very nice. But. uh... Like, on her street, five of her neighbors' cars were stolen, and they had some people driving by shooting into houses. What? In the good part of Jackson? Yes.
0: Paint me shot, buddy. I got to take my break, brother. Appreciate you. All right, you.
3: take care. Enjoy it, brother. Give them hell. All
0: right. Bye-bye. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We'll make fun of Sean's neighborhood. I
1: know. That's what that was. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired.
0: Literally. All right. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in here to The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Men's Health of Mississippi. Hey, guys, get your numbers checked. Uh, well, I joke around a lot. I say she'll thank you later, but everybody in your life will thank you later. Uh, when you get your testosterone levels back right, your estrogen levels balanced out, all of that that comes with that, don't worry about the estrogen stuff. That'll be between you and the doctor. But the testosterone, I can definitely speak on Sean can speak on it, and I know he doesn't mind. No. Uh, g- game changer.
1: Give me more. <laughs> like yeah, it's up, great stuff.
0: Up my dosage, Scott. Yeah. Up my dosage. Yeah. <laughs> but look, man, Alex, I've been doing this since uh, almost nine months now. Uh, Sean, you've been how long? Since June. June since June. So about, solid three months. Yeah, three months. Solid then. three, three and a half, and that's about. I started noticing a difference about ten days in. Mm-hmm. You know, just an immediate, like, man, I, 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 something feels different. Yeah. Now, you know, of course, I'm just maintaining feeling great. Right. And uh, it's just, good Lord, if you had told me a year ago that I, I was going to feel so much better a year later, mm-hmm. I was going to keep the weight off that I'd lost for the most part. I mean, I've kind of fluctuated about 20 pounds here and there, but that's just given. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> not 70 pounds. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the difference. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm keeping the weight off. I, I've got more muscle mass than I've ever had in my life. Uh, you know, just every aspect from personal life to professional life is better. Focus, sleep, the whole nine yards.
1: Yeah, the two things that were the greatest I thought were when it got to the gym, I felt like I was pushing myself harder, which I really like because I've always worked out and I really enjoy that. Second thing is uh, I used to get, these, get tired in the mid-afternoon. Because I get up so early, like you do, we both get up really mm-hmm. early in the morning. And about three o'clock, I was like, "Man, I'm really like falling asleep." I did so I was taking naps. Yeah. For and, and that's when I realized there was an issue because I just like started taking naps about three in the afternoon. I was like, "I'm not seventy, you yeah. know." Like I'm just, I don't know why I'm doing
0: this. And, I, and and I'm gonna say something here. I'm not saying this to be sexually suggestive or anything. Just but this is just talking man to man to folks here, uh, guys. If, you know, you, you understand what the morning wood is. I don't have to go into any detail. If you got kids in the car, you know what I mean. If if, if that's if that has gone away, you need to get your levels checked. That needs to be one of the first things. And that's, that's one of the signs. That needs to be one of the first things. If you're just going through life and you're feeling blah, like you're just existing. That's the best way I can describe it, Sean. I just feel yeah. like when your testosterone levels get down there below the threes, you're just existing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. everybody Again, everybody's different. But for me, I was just existing. It's like, man, if I can just get through today, get through the next day, now – what, the, what what testosterone does is it creates these things in you that it rewards you with dopamine anytime you accomplish anything, a task, a goal, whatever, and it's natural. It's not a social media click. You ain't begging for likes. It's not a. It's not like taking a pain pill and get a hit of an opioid high, but that's what it feels like, you know. But it's natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, get out to Men's Health Mississippi. You can start online, Men's Health, M S. dot com. Go see. Uh, Scott McCullough and Dr. Micah and that whole bunch out there, and get to roll and They also do tattoo removals, and uh, I'm seeing some of the long term photos start to come through that Bo's posted. And, uh, they look good. They yeah. do. I mean, like that's that laser tattoo removal is the real deal. I'm shocked. So,
1: it's also a good place to go if you're sick and you just said that. They have the regular clinic there. I go there mm-hmm. when I I've left here. I think you were like, why don't you just go by there? I was like, oh yeah. I mean, it's just easier to get in there sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and give yourself, and you know, if you're sick got, or whatever, they
0: got great packages available for that. You can discuss that with them. But. uh testosterone guys ladies i'm telling you don't 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 think you don't need it too they have a women's clinic upstairs that focuses on all that stuff as well and we'll start having some testimonials here from men and women that are experiencing uh that have experienced the testosterone replacement therapy so get it out there men's health of mississippi again they have a women's version upstairs but we're promoting the men's version so it's men's health all right sean uh, we're going to finish out the hour talking about Jackson, and then we're okay. going to get into this breaking news from a Mississippi Today article. Yeah, it's uh, I've been trying Rankin to County go through it
1: as fast as I can, and yeah, we, we, some we, people we, bear with us on that.
0: We, uh, a story broke this morning with, from Mississippi Today uh, about some stuff with the Rank County Sheriff's Department and all that. And we're we're going to get into that because I feel like sometimes, we have to, sometimes stories are so big, whether I want to talk about them or not, you kind of have to. Uh, you know, when, when 50 people that I know are listening to the show have sent me a, a news link, that means y'all want to talk about it. So we're not ignoring that. We're we're digesting it between breaks here so we know what we're talking about. Uh, so we will get to that. <clears throat> but uh, let's see here. Text messages. You guys have been on it this morning, by the way, on the text messages. The Guns and Gear text line, y'all are on fire. Uh, somebody, t- uh, unknown texture, says, the Mississippi ballet competition is the only redeeming factor that comes to mind. And I don't want to... I don't want to blow that off because I understand that is a huge event. Yeah. It just ain't for me. No. You know, you're I'm not talking? going to the ballet. I ain't going to the ballet, can, man. No. I'm
1: no, okay, I'm leaving right now. I can't yeah. believe that. I, I just, mean,
0: I can't look so, I mean, and, and, you. And <laughs> I, mean, I ain't gonna make no jokes about it. You know, like because what that, what they do is phenomenal.
1: It <laughs> is. I know we're not, lying, but you know what I mean. Like, it just ain't know, my thing. You at the GNR concert. I don't think you're going to the ballet. Yeah, I just I, don't see that those two going together. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> at the
0: end of the day, I ain't doing the ballet. But I get it. It is a huge event. Um, I know girls that have done ballet. My daughter did cheer. I mean, look, man, you watch you watch a really good college football player like a wide receiver or or a running back run down the sidelines or a defensive back catch a, catch a uh, interception, run back down the sideline. That's ballet on the football field. It's phenomenal. I respect it. It just ain't for me. So, uh, let's see here. Unknown texture says my coworker talked to me yesterday. He told me that there's a project in the works to make, to make a tourist attraction over in East Jackson. He also said if they wanted to do that, they should have done it years ago. They should be focusing on crime, potholes, and water. I was also talking to a person I went to school with, and we were talking about how schools schools that have closed down like Hardy and Powell blame the city government. That's the thing. I don't want to hear anything from the city of Jackson about tourism. Mm. I don't want to hear about new projects. All I want to hear about, if I'm a citizen of Jackson, and I'll let you speak on this, this is my opinion, all I want to hear about is infrastructure and crime.
1: At this current stage, I think that that's kind of what we have to focus on: crime and infrastructure, yeah, and, right. that, and that's it. And I'm lumping
0: water in with infrastructure, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems to be going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, we don't have. It's um, called. We don't have the luxury right now of worrying about the parks and the entertainment. I don't think. I think at this point, it's kind of still crisis mode. We have to yeah. pull out of where we are. And uh I think the you know, the funds need to be directed in those in those directions. I mean the public school system too, obviously. Yes. Which is in disarray. But uh yeah, I think that would uh that's what that's primarily what we have to do. We wouldn't have focused on tourism. like that one caller called in and said, you know, if you want your Get shot at. Maybe we could do like a Hunger Games in Jackson and sell tickets. Like you could go to parts of Jackson. And if you get out, you know, you get an award or whatever. You get a reward or whatever. Well,
0: yeah, you know, maybe get one of those uh those those roofless buses. Yeah, what they do is like they do in L.A. Mm. They do the tours of the fi- famous crime scenes and stuff. Maybe we could start doing a homicide tour in Jackson. Like, uh so-and-so got murdered here there was a triple murder here this is the yeah, like station. in hollywood
1: with the, the stars the yeah. tour of the stars you know yeah. they're looking at this us.
0: gas station had 12 murders last year i do that every time i drive
1: here uh, that's funny you say that i think about all the murders i prosecuted and i'm like oh that gas station so-and-so was killed and that you know i do that it just my mind yeah. goes to that there's so many places when i drive around the city i think about specific crimes that i handled that happened there this know? is the club
0: that 12 <laughs> people got shot at one night yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's
1: all the time
0: what was it called
1: Oh, talking about Birdland. Yeah, this
0: is the former Birdland. Yeah. Uh, and then there's that one over on um that was the the JSU homecoming murders from 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. The, the mash at the, the weekend Dion said, "Can we put the it was when college game day and all was coming oh, to town." Yeah, I Dion said, "Guys, can you just give me 2 days? Can you just give me 2 days whether it's Friday or Saturday or Saturday and Sunday with no with, with no murders." He came out and said that and then after the game that night, some guy killed like 5 or 6 people. Oh yeah. At that over on Medgar Evers I yeah. may have my numbers wrong. Mm-hmm. Five or six guys. I know two got killed because it was two girls that got killed. I think. I
1: think so. I think so. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I know. I know. I, know, I, I know vaguely for that. one what of them was a girl. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: So. Anyway. But no, I That's like that different.
1: the murder store star, uh, tour of the stars. You know, it's yeah. kind of like the same thing. Or but or we could just give somebody like a med pack and a knife and see if you can make it through a neighborhood. And if you do, you know, you get like a thousand bucks. That's part of the tourist thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Have you, ever seen, have you ever have you ever seen I talk about like adrenaline tourism type stuff? Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, yeah, so like have, that. have you ever watched the Amazing Racist Ari Khir? Yes. Yeah. On, on you know, it, it's a shtick he does on uh YouTube or whatever. Uh-huh. He's been on Rogan a bunch of times. He's a stand up comedian and he does like just shock value stuff. Like he'd wear a clan outfit and walk into a into a black neighborhood to get gas and oh, stuff God. and just that's dragging horrible. a cross behind with him and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. That's the kind of tourism that I want to. If you can survive that, you get five thousand dollars. Yeah. You're
1: like, you know, I mean, we could. Jackson would be a good. We actually generate some revenue from that. But you have to pay money to get into this contest. You yeah. You can't just, yeah. you know. And whoever gets out gets the prize.
0: At this point, you wouldn't only have to wear a, like a Klan outfit. You could just wear a Trump hat through just, something like Wood that. Down Wood Street or yeah, something. Yeah, and
1: you just gotta make it through. And whoever does, but the other people, they just get killed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what happens.
0: <laughs> All right, let's take a call real quick, Mr. Dixon.
2: Brother Clay, Brother Sean, how are you guys doing this morning? Hey, how you <laughs> doing? How you doing? All right, look, I know you all are just, you know, making jest and everything, but we need to be careful because years ago I was in church, and the minister said to some of our parishioners who had started to turn into the Jeffersons to move on up to the east side, if, if it was, he said, you cannot run from your troubles or your problems because sooner or later, no matter where you go, I heard the gentleman on earlier talking about Rankin County. Sooner or later, crime and trouble will find you in Rankin County. And if you don't believe me, what was that subdivision up in Madison that was supposedly so nice and quiet and safe a few weeks ago where they had a shoot a murder?
0: Now, that was a domestic thing, but yeah, I know. I, I don't remember the name of the subdivision, but I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about.
2: So sooner or later, you can't run from it. So. We ought to focus our attention on trying to solve the problem that we can solve. Nobody can do it all. But, you know, hey, some good people are still left in Jackson, and, you know, we need your prayers and your help. But, like I said, don't ever think it can't find you well, because yeah, the, the, trouble the, can get in a Buick uh,
0: real uh, quick. No, I, 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 I like that. Trouble can get in a Buick. That's a good <laughs> it,
2: saying. It I can, I like that. Thank you, Mr. I Dixon. Like Y'all be blessed, man. You, you too.
0: Man, I, before we go to the break, I'm going to say this real quick. I 100% agree with Mr. Dixon. Unfortunately, Jackson's followers are way past that. When you have a DA that doesn't prosecute criminals, when you have a George Soros funded DA that's soft on crime, we have a, the fatherless home situation going on. It, there, it's You can be all the good citizen you want to be, and sometimes you just got to throw in the towel and say, everything. Every, everything around me is bad, and nothing I can do is going to make this better. If I defend myself, it's high probability I go to jail for defending myself. That's when you got to leave. At least I know, out in Rankin and Madison County, if I'm truly in a defensive position and I have to sit, it, pick me or you, and I was truly 100% in the right, I'm not going to have to go to prison for defending my life. Yeah, and th- That's the difference in Hines County and the suburbs, for now, anyway. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, breaking rules when necessary. That's what we've done today. Look, we ain't got about a minute here before the top of the hour break. So we'll just kind of ramble for a second. Again, look, man, I know there's good folks in Jackson. Sean's one of them. My folks live there. Mr. Dixon, Kim, i go on and on and on. Listen off good, God fearing Jacksonians who didn't sign up for this stuff. And while we do joke a lot, y'all are the people I get up here and fight for. Y'all are the reason I hold these folks accountable. I'm not there no more. But I know there's a bunch of good folks are. Y'all are, a lot of folks are scared to say what they need to say. I am not scared to say what has to be said. And we're going to do more of that on the other side of the break here. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Quran here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, I went out to Acme Pizza last or yesterday afternoon, hung out with Chip for a little bit, and got me a large... Ham and bacon. I didn't do the pig, pig, pig. I because I wanted some. Like, I didn't want barbecue sauce last night. I was just gonna move for regular pizza. So I did a Canadian bacon or ham, as we call it down south, and uh, and fresh bacon on it. And the bacon is put on raw, so it's cooked fresh on the pizza. So you get the bacon fat down in the cheese and the crust and everything.
2: <laughs>
0: I posted a picture of it on all my social media, guys. Look, it was great. Get out there. They open at four. Fan and Mart on the res. That's Acme Pizza and Dakeries. And yeah, the daiquiris have just the right amount of alcohol, the legal amount where you can get them to go. Frozen daiquiris to go. They load them up in a bag. It's really cool. You can stick a straw in that bag, I think, or you are gonna open it up and pour them out. I forget how it works exactly, but it's specifically made for daiquiris to go. So it's really neat. <clears throat> it ain't some like it ain't like a Ziploc bag. <laughs> so anyway, you get your daiquiris to go. I believe you can get them delivered also, but not, none of that matters. The pizza is the main event. Get out there, try the pizza. Try the dynamite balls. Chip Braves says they got the, their meatballs, are the best balls in town. Yet to be determined. I haven't had them. But you can tonight. So don't forget they have pasta and more. Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri. they be from 4 p.m. to midnight. Right there at Fan and Mart on the res. Available on all major food delivery apps. Walk in, carry out, dine in. Everything is available. All right, Sean. <clears throat> so uh, a story has been breaking this morning. It started with Mississippi today. Now the New York Times. Uh, is a part of it. i heard this was coming last week. Yeah, we had
1: talked about this, right?
0: So. You know, of course, I didn't know any, any details on it other than kind of the scuttlebutt of it. And, I, and I'm going to be honest here. For full transparency, I don't like talking about these kind of things. I, I, I don't like talking about people's personal lives and politics and stuff. But when the office is used for that, allegedly, and so on, and at the end of the day, this is public news. Uh, again, there's a lot of things I know that go on with... People in politics or people in the spotlights personal lives that I don't talk about. I'm, I'm not. I'm not TMZ. I don't. I don't care about that kind of stuff. However, this is different. Mm. So um, this story is out of Rankin County. It's concerning Sheriff Brian Bailey. Again, it's on the New York Times. It's on Mississippi Today. Uh, you can find it. It ain't hard to find. I've gotten fifty texts with it this morning. Basically, what it in, um, and if, if, I, if I'm wrong here, let me know. What, what, what it's saying is. Um, Brian Bailey's girlfriend, or Brian Bailey, subpoenaed some phone records. Is that is, am I am I saying this right? Yeah,
1: apparently he, uh, he used the grand he used the grand jury to issue subpoenas to get some phone records for his girlfriend and for a uh, a Brandon public school official. Is what I is what I'm reading. And again, y'all, we're both reading this kind of in real time here. We just yep. got this, and yeah, I haven't got to the end of it yet. We're trying to yeah. get it in between breaks here, mm-hmm.
0: but the 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 top part is. And the, the what the, what they're saying is is he said that it, they were both involved in criminal investigations, and it went through Michael Guest's Office. Michael Guest looked at uh, pursuing felony charges on it, and then decided there was conflict of interest. Yeah, and decided not to do it. It worked its way up the ladder and just kind of went away. Well, what I'm apparently
1: I said Guest did an investigative report in 2016. And that it kind of showed that uh, – it says here that in the New York Times that Sheriff Bailey and the Mississippi Today – these are – I think the New York Times picked up Mississippi Today's article, yeah. which is written by Jerry Mitchell, if everybody yeah. knows who he is, and um, that um, that they had laid out evidence that Sheriff Bailey had duped the prosecutor's office and potentially violated state law on fraud, a felony that carries up to five years in prison. guess had a conflict of interest and kicked this up to um, the attorney general's office, yeah. and this was during – when Jim Hood was attorney general. Apparently, General Hood – had a part-time employee who I know his name is Ed Snyder and uh, who was kind of like an expert on criminal legal matters. He's a real, real smart guy, knows what he you know really knows what he's doing, and looked at it and was told by the attorney general to figure out what statutes would be applicable in this case, and then but not to investigate it. Well, Hood I think says that he told Snyder to investigate it, but Snyder doesn't investigate crimes, and then I think he gave it to his public integrity division. And, but nobody investigated there either. So it never got investigated either at the attorney general's office, and the DA's office had conflicted out of it. So nothing just kind of – sounds like it just kind of went away.
0: And there was, a, there was some, some questions about why it didn't get moved over to law enforcement – people who do law enforcement certificates, and uh, Michael Guest was on the board of that and it just kind of went away there too where they possibly could have removed Brian's certificate law enforcement certificate certification is, is
1: that correct? okay I, I haven't got to that part yet all right yeah,
0: a little further down there but <clears throat> so what the 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 crime would be that if and Because Bailey said that they were potentially involved in some drug sales or house burglary or something.
1: That Yeah, that's I think that's what Hood had said, that there was – the reason he didn't do – or his office didn't do anything is because there was some possible house burglary or drug crimes um, that, of course, there was – apparently there was no evidence of that ever yeah. for these. And, and these are – again, to clear it up, uh, the allegations are that Sheriff Bailey had a girlfriend who was married, right? And this girlfriend, he believed to be having an affair also – With a public school official, correct? Is is that correct? That that seems to be the gist of it. Okay, that's the gist of it. So, Sheriff Bailey allegedly was investigating the the public school official in Brandon that his girlfriend uh, was having an affair with.
0: He got the phone records trying to see what was going on, and and did it under the guise of a crime was happening. Absolutely, that's what mm -hmm. to get these not not wiretaps but phone records. Mm -hmm. I guess to see text messages and phone calls or. Or whatever.
1: Back and forth between the public school official and his girlfriend, who, again, who was married also. So I guess she was seeing Bailey and this guy, whoever this is. Yeah, allegedly. 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 This is what was going on. And that's according to the New York Times and Mystery Today today. So,
0: Yeah. So – and, the, and the, the felony, of course, is lying about it being a crime – about investigating a crime yeah, so it's some sort of
1: fraud like part, is what they're yeah. saying and that's what i would have just guessed even though i haven't had time to really look at this but i assume some sort of fraud using the grand jury and they're saying now that it's past the statute of limitations you know in mississippi we've got a two-year statute of limitations on some crimes most crimes fall into the no statute of limitations like murder rape mm-hmm. larceny is in that there's no statute of limitations on that there's other crimes like drug crimes and certain types of fraud it can be under the two-year, and I think maybe that's what they're saying here, that this is, our guest had said this is now outside of the um, two-year statute of limitations. Again, I don't know yet. I'd have to look at exactly what they were going to prosecute him for since we're just getting this. But that's apparently why they're now saying they're not doing anything is because, or the Attorney General's Office, because it's outside of the time frame from when he did this. Yeah. So we'll see. But I mean, it, it just, and again, you know, this has nothing to do with the goon squad. That's a different issue than, in this this seems to be like a personal thing with bailey trying to use the power of the grand jury to investigate his girlfriend or yeah. what his girlfriend was doing. i mean it's a simple way to put it that seems like what he was doing and,
0: you know and then also they said that he there should have been a conflict of interest there he should not have been investigating his girlfriend right? yeah
1: i mean i don't see how he can do that who yeah i don't i don't it, it doesn't i mean i don't know how he could investigate his own girlfriend so like so.
0: He, so even if that's your you know that's your your reasoning you shouldn't have been doing it.
1: No, right, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't just sit there and issue grand jury subpoenas to your girlfriend's cell phone. I mean, that's just quite unbelievable, actually, that anybody would do that. And the um, the uh, I guess and he here's one. There's one quote, and again, I'm sorry, y'all. We're just reading this again. Like we yeah. just got this, and there is one thing that I thought was interesting about where he had told. a um, a paralegal here it is sheriff bailey scrawled a brief note on a subpoena form and gave it to a paralegal in the district attorney's office please keep this confidential between you and i the note read possible wrongdoing by school district employee so he 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 presented it to the district attorney's office upon the guise of there's this wrongdoing this really was a personal matter allegedly again that you know he had with his girlfriend who allegedly was again having an affair with this public school official
0: suffice to say the goon squad thing brought a magnifying lens oh god yes above I'm sure. the above the Rankin county sheriff's department and this is the fallout mm-hmm. this is fallout from that and this is your story. you're beginning to see the collateral damage that people have spoken of that was going to inevitably happen yeah because of the goon squad because of the light that that shined on the sheriff's department and l- let's look into the future a little bit here uh, I, again i want to say this i've had nothing personal good experience with the sheriff, and. It's, I've known it's, him it's, since high school. I know. I'm not
3: trying to. It's yeah, hard
0: to. It's hard to argue the success that they've had in Rankin County with fighting crime. It mm-hmm. just is. At the, at the end of the day, and 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 I have to say this just as a citizen that came from Jackson, and I ain't trying to kiss Brian's butt or nothing here. I'm just making a point that I came from a place ridden with crime that they refuse to fight it properly. And sometimes you know you got to get ugly. We've talked about this before. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to. Sometimes you got to beat somebody up a little bit. But the goon squad did was absolutely across every imaginable line possible. Correct. Absolutely. For, for, for keeping things straight. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody would have been all right with, I mean, I, I speak for myself here. I would have been absolutely okay with them beating those boys' butts, you know, and, and whatever. But once you got to planting dope and throwaway pistols and dildos and everything else that went on that night. It obviously crosses every imaginable line of humanity. Well, yeah, exactly. And I think you, you
1: mean you probably mean like you'd be okay if they were actually like criminals, and that you would Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But I don't yeah, think yeah. that they were. Somewhere. I don't think that they were actually criminals. I think they were. They were just kind of there was some. We, we, you and I've heard a million different rumors about what happened there, and I, you know, I don't know that yeah. we all know exactly what it was. But I, the the stuff that I've kind of come to find out is it doesn't seem like they were criminals, and I could be wrong about that, but it, that's yeah. what I see. I don't think they were. I think this was just like a neighborhood thing that yeah. they I, I, I've heard other but yeah, again, okay.
0: uh, unless it can be proven it's just hearsay mm-hmm. so I mean I, I, again even if they are I was a criminal I don't know that I wouldn't have wanted that to happen to me sure when I, when I was out doing dumb stuff yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you're <laughs> asking right. me to in a cage but man don't keep that keep, keep that sex toy away from me well I mean you know, and then you
1: know the sheriff is back here I'm sorry yeah I mean, yeah. And, the, and the sheriff you know of course that happens under his watch his chief investigator was involved in it in the goon squad which to me indicates that he possibly knew about this kind kind of behavior or at least there was a culture of that being seen to be permissible. I think if you're in an organization where that kind of thing is absolutely off limits, you know about it because you're in that kind of organization where it's that kind of structure yeah. or that kind of discipline. But obviously these folks felt comfortable enough in the organization structure that they're in to do something like this. And obviously – and what we have you know keep hearing around is that there's more to come. There's yeah. a lot more to come. Now, I think this is like you just said earlier. This is the fallout of that, the investigations that are happening now. Every – I mean every bad thing about that sheriff's department is going to come out because you're not going to be able to throw a rock without hitting an FBI agent in Rankin County for several years at this point. Yeah. I mean that's just what's going to happen. So all this stuff is going to come out about whatever – was going on and this again has got nothing to do with the Goon squad. It just is trying to, I guess, push forward here's a culture of corruption or, or alleged yeah. corruption or that kind of thing. And just a just a sheriff's department that's out of absolute control.
0: You know, so he's been reelected twice. He's running he, he won the Republican but well, there wasn't a primary he, he ran unopposed and he's running unopposed in the general election. Mm-hmm. Um he will, for all intents and purposes, be the sheriff for a third term. Uh, yeah. Just the 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 optics are terrible. Uh, absolutely. I mean, let's just be honest here. the the optics are terrible. Again, everybody's innocent until proven guilty. But just looking into the looking into the looking glass a little, what, from a legal standpoint, what can the what can the state do with an elected official when it gets out of control? I mean, as far no, they
1: they can't. There's no mechanism mechanism for them to impeach him unless he commits some sort of crime.
0: What about the Rankin County Board of Supervisors? No, they
1: don't, I don't think they can do that. I don't think they have power to do that at all. Yeah, and I don't know, and I and I ask because I don't
0: know. You know, because I, I would think if anybody could be impeached, Chalkway could. And I know that you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, there's yeah. got
1: to be some sort of crime. And um, and uh,
0: that's about it. Interesting. <laughs> so so unless um, so unless he steps aside, yeah. know, he'll be sure. And, and again, you know, this is the weird thing for me. This, this is my conflict of interest here. And we could say that we could talk about the culture there being bad and this, that, and the other. But, man, I know a lot of just so much good stuff that guy's done. Mm-hmm. You know, with what he does with the prison ministries, oh yeah, and allows those guys to do getting in there. I mean, I, I was interviewing some guys the other day that talked about man that that's that's one of the they've saved more lives in that Rankin County jail. Really? You know, like like literally like being saved. You know, finding Jesus and stuff that and just the work that Brian's done allowing that where other people don't even think to allow it. So and then obviously they've done a great job keeping Rankin County safe. You know, you talked. a uh, Buddy called in here a minute ago talking about. He doesn't have to lock his doors or he can leave stuff in his garage or this, that, and the other. I can uh you know, I, I have a whole workout gym in my garage and I don't have to worry about coming home and my stuff not being there. So look, let's take a break, come back, let Sean get this uh get this uh roach out of his throat and <laughs> we'll be right back on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. This segment brought to you by our friends down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Get down there, man! If you're looking for a vehicle ten twenty thousand dollars range, market's about to go through the roof. So I would buy a car now. I'd, I'd buy a car now. If you're looking whether new, used, whatever, just a little free advice here. If you're in the market, get on down there and get you one now. But uh, if you're looking for a good used one in that ten to twenty thousand range, start at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Their website's mercyhouseautocenter.com. dot com. They'll get you rolling. Uh, <clears throat> credit situations not that important down there. They've got lenders for all types of credit situations—good, bad, ugly. They can get you rolling there at Mercy House Auto Center in Crystal Springs. Also, if you got an old vehicle in your driveway, maybe business owners—you got a fleet of vehicles you need to get rid of—that tax write off can be worth way more than the value you could sell them for so check that out don't consider donating your vehicle to Mercy House Auto Center if you got a clean title for it again running or not they'll come get it at your driveway off your property and make that headache and eyesore go away so uh, and you get the tax write off so it's a win-win for all parties involved and all the uh, profits after they pay the bills of course go to funding Mercy house teen challenge which helps beat addiction and put fathers back in homes of a uh, very, very familiar with Mercy House Teen Challenge from my time working with, working with uh, Celebrate Recovery and a lot of the people that the church helped send through there, and so I got to see their work before I ever worked with them, and I know people who have been through there, and it saved their lives, literally it saved them from death and prison and uh, eternity in hell. <laughs> uh, not to be, not to be, not to be too over, not to be too hyperbolic, but at the end of the day, uh, if you believe in God, you got to believe in the devil too, right? Yep, pretty much, and uh, you know, if, if there's you're, good and evil. Yeah, if you're saved, you're saved. So, all right, mercyhouseautocenter.com. dot uh, com. Maybe a bit uh, hyper, overdramatic uh, ad read there. Yeah, but. right.
1: Hellfire and brimstone <laughs> this morning, right? Okay, man. I, you know, Reverend Headwords.
0: Oh, you get off subject just a little bit here, uh, man. One of the things I love about when I when I do make it out to church there at Hickory Ridge is Pastor Terry. You know, the, I mean, the church has got a lot of the modern bells and whistles and this, that, and the other. But there's those days where you think it's going to be all good. Oh, man, it's going to be a nice, warm, and fuzzy uh, <laughs> service today. And Pastor Terry goes straight old school, 1950s, hellfire, and brimstone. <laughs> and, man, I love that. That just reminds me of growing up and going to my grandparents' little church out in... Uh, um. Not Goshen's uh, Pisgah, Mississippi My grandparents had a little Small church right on the front Of their property there Yeah It uh, may have been Pentecostal maybe may have been snake handlers I don't even remember It, it was just a little bitty Old small town Just warm
1: memories Is what you're yeah, saying, right? Yeah, just great yeah.
0: little memories And we would go outside And eat But I just remember It was just straight Everybody in there Looked 95 years old <laughs> You know Just hellfire and brimstone You know You lived right Or you were going to hell And well, I like that Every now and then So Sometimes you need it you do sometimes you do sometimes I, you really need it. I'll tell you if you ever want to get somebody on this conversation, Jameson Haygood. Oh he is yeah, not a, Jameson is not a fan of the modern, the modern, uh, the modern church. Oh,
1: I know you could tell. I listened to his show, and you, he's a, he's a, he should be a reverend. You know, he really he would actually be pretty good at that. I think like, that'd be his eventual calling. Yeah, he's I, I can do. see that. He's he's good at that. He's I mean,
0: good. You know, I, I would definitely go to a Jameson Haygood led. I would too. At church,
1: yeah, it'd be energetic for sure, <laughs> it just would. like his show is. It'd be very energetic. It was like
0: like like <clears> a little Billy Graham. With a sprinkle of Alex Jones,
1: yeah, something like that, you know. I yeah. mean, he's uh, not—he's not very Joel Osteen. You know, no. He's more
0: you know, he's no prosperity preaching from Pastor no, Haggard. Hey, no, we didn't see that. <laughs> uh, let's see here, man. So it, it, as we we were peeling back this onion, that is this Mississippi Day and New York Times article about the Rankin County Sheriff's Department, and uh, there was something there was an interesting quote here I saw, so I'm quoting the article here. It says, "If there had been legitimate criminal case involving Sheriff Bailey's girlfriend." And the sheriff, the, the sheriff should not have been involved in the case at all, says Matthew Steffi, a lawyer and professor mm-hmm. at the Mississippi College School of Law. And then it says, quote, there, there was an obvious and profound conflict of interest here, he said. Mm-hmm. If there was a legitimate criminal investigation, the sheriff should not have been subpoenaing his own girlfriend's phone records. And he certainly cannot do it without the knowledge or the direction of the district attorney's office.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? I mean, it does. I mean, you you know, if you got a girlfriend and you're the sheriff, um, and you're trying to investigate whether she's basically just put it this way, she's sleeping with someone else, you can't use a grand jury to get her phone records. Like, you just can't do that.
0: No, and I mean, we were just talk, we, <laughs> I mean, we were just talking off air. I mean, just pull it down to the personal level. that has got to be a very Awkward conversation going on, mm-hmm. but between them, as well in this whole situation. I mean, there's the personal side of the fallout of this, not just the professional side.
1: Yeah, you talk about like you talk about his girlfriend telling him. Um, no, I
0: mean you know, like her finding out that he tapped her phone. You know, yeah, he got her phone, her phone right. records. You know, and I mean, just like what what the heck? You know, yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, yeah, she's mad. The ripple effects, right. of this, or you know, are gonna, that's why I try to be sensitive about this kind of stuff because I know all these people yeah you know and 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 i don't like seeing people go through 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 stuff but i'm good friends with with uh with with her Mm ex-husband you know so it's it's a lot of moving parts there but we also can't stick our heads in the sand and pretend these stories ain't happening no i mean this is you know i mean it's a it's a pretty
1: serious thing i mean you use the power of the grand jury to spy on your girlfriend yeah who who was also married and then you know and who haven't haven't, allegedly having an affair with this public school official and i mean that's uh, that's not good public officials are not supposed to do that so i mean yeah it's it, that's why the new york times is running an article about it today
0: yeah so I mean, I mean look, when jerry mitchell's on this if jerry mitchell's ever investigating you for a uh for a story it, it, it ain't good bro no <laughs> y'all always get on me about staying positive and positive stuff only if, if jerry mitchell's snooping around about you yeah, you, you, you done messed up You done you effed you around and found out you just, Yeah, I was about
2: to use it okay. <laughs> yeah, oh
1: yeah, Jerry Mitchell's there um, well, was, Don't you ahead. think though that I mean this just kind of goes into the whole Culture uh, that existed At that sheriff's department Based on what we've been seeing from the goon squad Now we've got the goon squad and then we got the sheriff Is just using the grand jury to spy on his girlfriend I mean what's next is kind of what I think everybody's thinking Like what is going to
0: come out of here next <clears throat> What do you think Man, I, I mean, I think I, – I, so I live in downtown Brandon. I, I live a stone's throw from the Sheriff's Department. I pass by yeah. at least twice a day. Every Saturday morning, there's some people, and I'm not sure who they were. I was actually going to stop this past Saturday morning and ask them who they were. I mean, just yeah. politely, not like sure. confrontational. I'm just curious. There's a group that sits out there every Saturday morning, uh, overweight, elderly, white people. I don't know why I felt like the overweight part was important to this, but, okay. but I've, just, I've seen them enough to notice that they're overweight. Yeah. They sit out there with these hand-drawn signs. They don't look like they're associated with any group because, you know, when when a group is behind something, they have professional signs made. It's yep. you know, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And they say, Bailey got to go. Sheriff Bailey got to go. And I'm curious who they are, where they're from, and why they feel like this is their calling. And, again, they're white. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to take this back to the race stuff of the Goon Squad and all that. It doesn't fit the narrative. So I'm curious, are they Rank Antonians who are this passionate, or are they people who are coming over from Jackson that just aren't happy? Uh, but I say all that to say this. Uh, I like the job that the sheriff's done from a f- crime-fighting standpoint, but when you, but if you look at all this and you take it all, you say, I mean, does does he need to step down? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if it's all true, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think If absolutely. it's all true, I mean, you, you have to, right? He's
1: got to. Um, and I think also, you know, I was thinking about your show – um, that Friday when people were calling in mad about it, right when this happened, when it yeah. came out, and I mean those are white people. I just say though, there were white people calling in, you, you know. And uh, I so I think you know I think white people are mad about it too. I think everybody's mad about what happened there, and right. this just kind of throws, you know, more onto the fire here. This
0: we don't we, we don't want political 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 corruption from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Yeah, y'all tell me with uh, from the Democrat perspective, you tell me that nobody's above the law when it comes to Donald Trump. You know, except Joe and Hunter Biden, of course. <laughs> you know, I mean, so if we're gonna if we're gonna say that, we're gonna if we want absolute non corrupt corruption type stuff, you know, I, I would say he has to step down. Yeah. I mean, if this all pans out to be true, mm-hmm. uh, how can how can you be the face of law enforcement in the county when you're breaking the law?
1: Well, we know the the goon squad stuff is true. Yeah, I mean, we know that because they pled sure. guilty, and then apparently the DA had a report on this. So it seems like. This is most likely true. What that he did issue these subpoenas for these two parties, which he should not have done. Yeah. That's what it, I mean. That's what I'm reading here. that's an error. So I don't know. How there's any way, other way to look at it? That that he's definitely did these actions that were wrong. So yeah, I think he he certainly needs to step down. And um, I assume he's not. I mean, I don't know why he's not doing that
0: yet. I think there's been enough calls from the community and from everybody else. Um. So I, this is just stuff I've heard in the community. Uh, what is it? And you've dealt with this, Sean? Mm-hmm. Where if you're being pursued criminally as a public official, um the, 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 the county or the city paying for your defense.
1: Yeah, I think that's What's indem, indemnify, that. indemnifying indemnify right. something to do with your indemnity. <clears throat> yeah,
0: the,
1: <clears throat> I think they might um they'll do if you're sued, if he's Criminally prosecuted. I don't know if they're going to do that. No, but I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure on how that actually works. Um, in a criminal prosecution, I know like in a civil one that that yes, there's lawyers that are paid by the county that'll that'll handle that. But from a criminal aspect, something he did outside the scope of his duties, yeah. I think that would might be a little bit different. That he'd have to pay for that himself. But I'm not hundred well, percent sure. Was, but it seems like these are all outside the scope of what his duties were. Like he was, it was not his duty to use a grand jury to spy on his girlfriend that's not his, his sheriff's duty was it you know? was there
0: not a shooting he was involved in down in pillahatchie or something that, something like something that. like that that i know that was recently a deal where they said that uh i don't think they're responsible or something like that mm-hmm. i didn't read it so i hate talking on it yeah if it's but, outside
1: the scope of what his duties are then, you know, but then then yes that'd be different
0: you know if this is this inevitable lawsuit that's coming for over the goon squad stuff if they try to sue him personally if he resigns and he's not the sheriff anymore does he have to pay those legal fees out of pocket? No, again, I mean you I don't know, know I'll these tell, questions. Yeah, yeah well, from a
1: personal perspective, you know, I prosecuted someone back in 2008. The Supreme Court affirmed it, and you know, I've been out of gone from the Heinz County DA's office for. Geez, it's like 2015. And I mean, the guy sued me and a few other people, like, and it, was, it was frivolous, but it's still going on. But the AG's office defends us because we were in the course and scope of our duty as prosecutors. So I mean, I think it depends on, like, whether whether he was in the course and scope of his duty as sheriff. And I think here, he's obviously not, you know, where he's spying on his girlfriend. The Goon Squad thing is different because who knows what his involvement was in that. It just seems, at this point, all we know is there's a culture of that kind of stuff going on. Now, whether he directed it or knew about it, we don't know that yet, but I think, but here with the girlfriend thing, we know that he did this and that's got nothing to do with his, his duties as sheriff. So I think, yeah, I think that would be different. Yeah.
0: And you know, then you sit there and say, um, if you're the guy, the, the school district employee, mm-hmm. do you have a path? Can you sue? Is there, some, is there some? I mean, I think there, there are probably
1: or... some sort of – yeah. I mean that's, again, a question for a civil lawyer that's done yeah. that more than I have. But, yeah, that would I would think there's something out there that he if could do. Been a,
0: if you've been illegally investigated. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, Privacy if... kind of thing, yeah. sure,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's consulted with a civil attorney on that kind of thing, but there's some sort of claim for him. It sounds to me like reasonable that there would be, but, you know, I mean that you're you know getting a grand jury subpoena when it's because you're sleeping with the sheriff's girlfriend. Like that just seems to be a problem. I don't know what the civil remedy for that would be, but I assume there is one
0: interesting let's take a break we'll be back we got sean york around here in the studio this is the clay Edwards show to the clay Edwards show hey this segment brought to you by our friends out of a1 gear and auto right there on 49 south heading south from richland to florence it's going to be right there on the right if you're heading towards gunter road go see justin and the team man you will not be disappointed I mean, look, nobody's excited about having to get the cars worked on, I get it. Look, I sold cars for twelve years. Nobody was ever really excited about having to buy a vehicle unless they were a young kid getting their first or second vehicle or a big upgrade or something. Usually, it's because your vehicle tore up or you had to replace it, got wrecked, whatever the case may be. Um, but if you got to have a good, ex- if you got to deal with it, go get a great experience at A One Gear and Auto. You will not be disappointed. They're going to take care of it. They're prompt. They're quick. Uh, Justin stays in direct communication with you the whole time. He's the owner. You know, when the, when the owner calls you to discuss the issues with your vehicle, you know you're getting it from the head guy. He's going to answer any questions you have. Hey, he can go back there. Heck, he can go out there and tear any vehicle down and fix it himself so he knows what he's talking about, and he relays that well. They diagnose things right the first time, and I'm not just telling you this because it's in the ad read. I'm telling you this because I've been sending vehicles to him for the past year, whether it was at, from the dealership or my personal vehicles, my girlfriend's vehicle, our kids' vehicles. I trust them to send our kids' vehicles there. That should tell you all you need to know. And they're taking care of it, and they can take care of yours, too. But what they specialize in, they do. They can do it all, everything from brakes to check engine lights the whole nine yards. But what they specialize in is your ring and pinion and your front-end gears and all that stuff. So if uh, you're getting getting close to hunting season time, make sure your four-wheel drives and all and all is working well. You don't put them big wheels and tires on your new Jeep, your big Z71s, your high countries, all that, your F-150s, your big Rams. And uh, go make sure you got the right gear, ring, and pinion set up to uh, help you get out the way with them big wheels and tires. All right. That's A1 Gear and Auto. They are on Facebook, too. Uh, A1 Gear and Auto. All right. Sean, man, we're peeling this onion back. we got about seven, eight minutes left of this.
1: Yeah. We're just trying to read this as fast as we can, and we're so, kind of finding new things as we go. All
0: right. So I, I, I was trying to avoid mentioning people's names because mm. I didn't know if they were in this article, but he, here it is. I mean, look. Uh, Brian's ex, Brian's girlfriend... Is Fred Shank's ex-wife. And y'all know Fred, one of my best friends. I mean, I, again, it's odd odd me to be talking about my my friend's personal business on the radio, but it's all in here. Fred was a part of the interview, so I'm guessing it's not off limits here. Uh, I tried calling him to, for full, full transparency. I tried to call during the break uh, to confirm, but whatever. Here we are. Uh, <clears throat> here's something interesting. So it appears that you, you read a little further than I did. Mm-hmm. So for, after... After Brian started seeing Fred's – I guess it was wife at the time. Yeah, wife at the time, yeah. Wife at the time. And I guess at this point they got divorced. And then Fred starts seeing Christy, who he's currently engaged to. Yeah, it, is Roberto. That's what it says here
1: in the New York Times, yeah.
0: Yep. Again, close friends of mine. Um, They start seeing one another. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I guess Bailey finds out and – Puts a tracker on her vehicle? Is yeah, that what it says?
1: That's what it says. It says Miss Liberto said her professional relationship with the sheriff soured after she, he discovered that he, she was dating Fred Shanks. Yeah. Um, she said um, she, she found herself under review for leaving work to go to the chiropractor and then discovered a tracking device under her car. And that the sheriff called her in after that and said, you can have two options. You can resign or be arrested for filling out fraudulent time cards. Um, ridiculous, but and they said that the sheriff also demanded that liberta return a piece of county equipment that was in her possession. He said, "I want my tracker back." That's what she says. <laughs> I want my tracker back, man. Yeah. I mean,
0: this is bad.
1: I mean, this is yeah. This uh, you know, is he just? It's from reading this. Is he just a like? I guess a super jealous, angry guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I'm mean,
0: just look, reading it, this, I mean, it, it, it comes. It, look. In Bailey's defense here, and and, and this ain't even knowing anything about the case, but just looking at the parties involved in doing the doing the uh, the article, mm-hmm. they're they they're on a mission to make the Rankin County Sheriff's Court look as bad as possible. Oh, so, I mean that's gonna, I mean right, yeah. that's gonna happen. I think that's just you know, any so, big
1: investigation about somebody, all this other stuff comes out. Yeah, that's kind of just like anything else, where any investigation on anything, there's if there's other stuff, it's gonna come out. And an investigation this massive of what happened with the Goon Squad is just gonna. It's going to pull out – I mean, this ain't – I bet you this is not it, Clay. I don't think this is it. I mean, if he was willing to use a grand jury, I, I'm just – I don't know what's next. You know, I heard what a, I,
0: I heard an interesting uh, – I heard I had an interesting conversation the other day about this Goon Squad stuff and how it hasn't blown up into into your Crumps of the world and your Al Sharptons of the world, mm-hmm. your NAACP's out there doing mass protests and it's all like, that. I didn't, Yeah. Why is that? Uh, okay. Here's what I heard. That the NAACP told them guys what lager to use, mm-hmm. and they told them not to use Shabazz. Okay, they defied the NAACPs. I'm assuming they probably wanted them to use Crump. Crump's on all of them, if I had to guess. Now, that's just me speculating. They went against what the NAACP said do, um, and that's when you haven't heard them talk about this thing.
1: You're no, you're right. I mean, you haven't. And uh, actually, the one thing that gave it more and, and, credibility, and,
0: and that was a that was a blessing in disguise. For, I agree for, for Brandon.
1: Well, also Rankin County in general. Well, I don't mean just that. What I'm talking about for the for the two young men that were hurt by this whole thing, I thought it gave it more credibility to me that they did have Shabazz than Crump. Because when Crump shows up, a lot of times I'm like, okay, this is probably junk. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I think like Crump is right- kind of like that. Yeah, I think they did the right. These kids did the right thing. Yeah, getting this lawyer and doing it like it seems it just it gives a lot more legitimacy than Ben Crump is like the the TV you know. Racism lawyer, like yeah. he just he just when he shows up, he just now, it's got that aura about him that makes things not seem legitimate to me.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, I follow Shabazz on Facebook because I wanted to because I heard he was posting a bunch of stuff, so I followed him. right uh, Clay Edwards' opinion is he comes across like a like a left wing nut job, mm. you know. But he obviously did a good job. Yeah, I mean, if your if your goal is to to expose things and, and and get that, I mean, he hasn't won a he hasn't won a lawsuit yet. Concerning this. Well, I mean, they're going to settle it. I mean, for sure.
1: sure. I mean, that's going to happen. You're yeah, right. they're they're paying those guys, Clay. I can tell you that. What they're going to pay those guys.
0: And this is just me assuming then, ACP wanted to point this a certain direction because they're going to get a slice of that pie.
1: Probably. I mean, that makes and sense. You just have to assume. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean,
0: no difference than Chalkway and them wanting to dictate where these water contracts were going to go. Mm-hmm. They want a slice of that pie. Clay Edwards, let me be clear. I'm not above wanting a slice of a pie. Mm hmm. You know, so I understand why everybody's upset. Because if I can get a slice of a pie, I want—I want to eat too. I'm a big boy. You know what? I was—you just—I think you bring up a really good point. I
1: was—I've oh, been wondering for the last month why this hasn't blown up so much. Because you know, we talk about this all on, the on time on this show. There's so many instances of things that are called racist that are not racist, and that, that get blown up that are, that aren't actually racist. You know, and but then when something actually is racist that should be blown up, should be shoved everywhere, you don't see it. Yeah. Like, I saw a few articles on CNN here when this happened, and it was kind of piecemeal here. But this should be nationwide, be blown up everywhere. But it's not. Yeah, it and did. that's
0: interesting to me why it's not. It didn't lead your national news it didn't. stuff that night. Uh, I mean, it dude, it had all the makings. Uh, it, 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 and deservedly so, I mean, because it
1: was that bad. But they blow up things that, like... Let's take the Jackson Water. I know we bring this up a lot. The Jackson Water Crisis, when Chokwe blamed this on, you know, decades of racism and not, you know, his own incompetence, that got blown up everywhere. Well, let's find like a, com- a bl-
0: let's find a comparable police versus black guy situation. Sure. The whole hands up, don't shoot Michael Brown thing,
1: 2014, which ended sure. up being false. It did. Yes. But I mean,
0: that thing, I mean, just on the surface. Now, granted, he did die, mm-hmm. so I think that that is a missing. That's a part of this puzzle here. But he actually
1: attacked the officer yeah. in that instance, it, it, right? It,
0: the, uh, that Missouri what town, Ferguson. Was that? Ferguson, thank you. Burned yeah. down. Mm-hmm. You know, so that this, in my opinion, other than the death, was way worse. Absolutely, was an officer defending himself. Because
1: the Michael Brown situation wasn't an instance of racism; it was mm-hmm. an actual situation where you know the, yeah. the police altercation led to this, and the guy had actually attacked the officer. And that got from,
0: blown up into a racism it, thing,
1: and and all that. There was even witnesses; they proven that it actually lied during that whole thing about what they saw. From yeah. what I, I'm just. Going off my recollection of that whole incident. but So that wasn't an incident. That's a good example. That wasn't an instance of racism. This is. And why aren't they talking about this? Why yeah. is the national media not just – because it's a greatest it's a great story for them but they're not doing it.
0: But, uh, a great story in the sense of what they consider great stories. Yeah, right right. I mean
1: in terms yeah. of like people listening to it, I mean it is. It's going to be like cuz you actually have a it, it just kinda, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy when you think about cuz you got a, a real case of real racism and you guys aren't talking about it. Now this New York Times thing I guess is I don't know that the Times had an article about the Goon squad before they may have and I just missed it or whatever. I know CNN did. Yeah. But um now it may this may grow now because they're going to, you know, with the the stuff that's happened in that sheriff's apartment other than the goon squad he got this you know sheriff kind of acting rogue and doing this i mean it's probably going to blow up now i would think maybe i'm guessing it probably will because it's a good story i mean think about it. like a mississippi sheriff is using the grand jury to investigate his girlfriend who happens to be married and um who's you know also having an affair with somebody else so it makes for you know makes for a good salacious. Story. yeah salacious stuff right?
0: but yeah my i'm not gonna mention the guy's name but my source on that that NAACP uh, versus Shabazz thing mm-hmm. is, one, is one of the more credible people that I know. That sounds completely and, believable to me based and, on what's happened. And yeah. once he told me that, and this was just a couple of days ago, I just haven't been on the radio since other than yesterday well, Monday. Anyway, mm-hmm. I hadn't talked about it, but it, um, it does. It makes all the sense in the sure. world. And uh, again, thankfully as a Rankin County citizen, mm-hmm. thankfully it unfolded the way it did. Now, again, we've seen these things too, where, It can be bottled up for a while and then explode again later. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, there's like, that's what I'm saying with this. I mean, this is not the end clay of what I think is to come. Just from what probably you and I have heard from the community about other people that have been, you know, impacted by the Goon Squad people. Now, of course, I'm sure there's a lot of, I know this, of dealing with criminal defendants for 10 years. A lot of them tell stories, right? I mean, they tell stories that are not true. So, there's probably a lot of people now that are also saying I was attacked by the goon squad when they really weren't. yeah, you know, I imagine there's a lot of that going on oh, sure. just because no, just just how I know dealing with criminal defendants there's always it's always somebody you know planted evidence on me or somebody you know did this to me when that's untrue. But I bet there are a lot of real instances where it actually did happen, and you got to kind of wade through all those,
0: yeah, now you but but now you've created a doubt. You know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Doubt, and you got to go back through and look at every one. I assume. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York All right. Welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. Our last minute of the day, guys. Yeah. Um. So we spent the last hour talking about this Brian Bailey stuff, uh, wiretaps, and all of a sudden not wiretaps, but um, phone records. Subpoenas and all this stuff going on tracking devices very salacious uh breaking story coming out of the Mississippi today Mississippi today and the New York Times uh Therese April just sent a notification out at Dark Horse press now dot com about it. I recommend all want to read it. I'm only about halfway through it. We tried doing it in live time and there's only so much we can get mm-hmm. to Yeah. Sean, it's a lot th- to it. Thank you for coming on today. We'll see you again Friday. I'll be back here tomorrow Friday we got Russ latino uh with Uh, Magnolia Tribune in studio with us Looking looking forward to that I'm sure we'll talk about this then too So see y'all then Peace Thanks for listening Tune in tomorrow at 7am As the Clay Edwards Show Discusses all that is going on In and around the city of Jackson This concludes our broadcast day Right here on 103.9 WYAB